Hi guys, welcome back to Your Worth More Than a Number, a weekly podcast where I share experiences and advice for people going through recovery, recovered, or just want some encouragement. This week, it is the second to last week of this segment on my podcast. I am going to continue to debunk the most frequent misconceptions of eating disorders. Today, I'm going to be debunking the fact that an eating disorder is related to willpower. It's Madison from You Are Worth More Than a Number. I just want to pop on real quick and tell you about today's sponsor for this episode. Before we get started, let's define willpower. According to dictionary.com, willpower is control exerted to do something or restrain impulses, which is similar to determination, strength of will, strength of character, that kind of thing. Willpower is something someone has. It's sort of a characteristic trait. An eating disorder is not a characteristic trait. It is not something someone has. I'm going to repeat that again. Willpower is something someone has. It's sort of a characteristic trait. Like you have really good willpower. You have really good this. You have really good vocal voice. You have really good willpower. It's a characteristic trait. Eating disorders are not a characteristic trait. They are a mental illness. Willpower has nothing to do with having an eating disorder. No matter how much self-control you have or don't have. Yes, a lot of people tend to think that If you have an eating disorder, you must have a lot of willpower. Yes, that could be the case. But it's not a definite. And that's why this is a myth, misconception. Because yes, for some people, that may be the case. For me, it was the case. I had really good willpower and very, very good discipline and determination. But it's not the case for everybody at all. Some people don't have any willpower. And that also can get them in trouble with can get them into an eating disorder. Willpower is not a determining factor of whether or not you have an eating disorder or not. It is not like, oh, you have willpower, you must have an eating disorder. Oh, you don't have willpower, mm, then you don't have an eating disorder. Even though you restrict and everything, you don't have an eating disorder. That's not how it works. It's not a like I said, eating disorders don't have a specific look. They don't have a characteristic checklist or a list of requirements that you have to follow and you have to fit into to be considered having one. That's just not how it works. It Willpower is something that you may have, but it's not a determining factor of whether or not you have an eating disorder. And that's something that you have to remember. It's just like I've said in previous episodes how most pe- a lot of people think that you have to be thin to have an eating disorder. And that's not true either. You don't have to be thin, real thin, underweight, starving yourself to have an eating disorder. An eating disorder can affect anyone, any size, any race, any gender, 
And it can most certainly affect anyone of any state. You don't have to be really disciplined if I have an eating disorder. You may become disciplined through your eating disorder because you restrict so much, but you don't have to necessarily be that to be considered an eating disorder. It's not one and done. You might have it and you might not. It's not so it's not so black and white like that. It's very gray. Because there is no checklist of characteristics or a list of requirements that you have to have to be considered ill enough to have an eating disorder. That's just not how it works. And we have to stop thinking of eating disorders like this because it just plays into the stigma of how all of these things, by thinking that eating disorders have these specific requirements you have to meet to have one, it just plays into the stigma that you have to, that not everybody has one or that you have to look a certain way to have one or that they're not that big of a deal because only certain people have them. And that's not true. There are so many people that have eating disorders. There are more, eating disorders cause more deaths than guns. Isn't that crazy? Eating disorders cause more deaths in a year than guns. Now, if that doesn't spark someone's, like spark a fire under someone's butt and make them wake up, I don't know what will. But the fact that there are more people that die from eating disorders than guns or cancer or anything, something as scary as cancer, that you're like, oh, people die all the time from that. Yeah, well, people die more from eating disorders. And I'm not trying to say that to be like, oh, well, eating disorders are worse. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying by that is trying to get you to realize the severity of it and realize that people die every day from an eating disorder, okay? These things are freaking serious, and we have to stop thinking of them like these characteristic traits and these character flaws or these problems or these issues, and start recognizing what they actually are. They are a serious mental illness and condition that people go through. They are not a characteristic because that just plays into the idea and the stigma of everything surrounding it. We have to start treating people that have these the same as everybody else. It's like any mental illness. We have to start treating these disorders and these illnesses as severe as they are because when you start to sugarcoat them and be like oh well they're not that serious oh they're not that bad that's when we run the issue and run into a problem because they are that bad they are that serious it they it kills more people than cancer in a year wake up people eating disorders are a nasty thing in our society no one wants them no one asks for them. No one chooses to have them. They aren't something you can just get rid of. You don't have to fit these list of characteristics and body image traits and look to have one. Anyone can have one. You could be sitting next to someone that has one and you would have no idea. That's what people thought of me for, for the for whole first year before I told people. No one knew that I had an eating disorder. No one. Not even I. I didn't even know. The only person that knew was God, obviously. Because I was so good 
at not showing that side of myself to the world and that vulnerable side to my to the world and to people around me. And it's so bad. And the reason why I didn't want to show people is because in society, it's labeled as a problem and being vulnerable is bad. Not so much anymore, but it still has its issues. And that's a problem. Because honestly, once I started opening up, I haven't felt better. Haven't felt better than this. And it's it's just crazy to me that you people think, people generally think these things out think these things in society and that society presses these things too it's just sad and I know I know I know I'm getting really worked up and I know I still have one more misconception next week and there's many more there's way more than just the six I've mentioned that I'm that I've been talking about I know but the fact that I even have to talk about this stuff is what mind boggles me. Like, I love sharing my story. I love giving encouragement and advice to people and help with this sort of thing so that people can flourish and recover and get healthy like I am and receive help and treatment like I have. I love doing that. But at the same time, the fact that I have to even spread awareness about this is so upsetting like the amount of people that still don't know what the heck this is that I'm going through makes me want to scream it's just sad that there are generally people walking around in this world that have no idea what an eating disorder is and they think that the easy way to solve it is to just eat that is what what's mind-boggling for me But I guess to sum up this misconception and why it's wrong in a short little blurp is that just like I said before, eating disorders don't have a checklist of characteristics and requirements that you have to follow and fit into to be considered anorexic, bulimic, whatever you want to call. And we have to stop thinking like that and start recognizing that eating disorders are serious mental illnesses and conditions. They're not, and that they're not a characteristic, a character trait, whatever, because it just continues to play into the idea and the stigma of everything surrounding it. And we have to stop now. The quicker we stop and the faster we stop or start to stop, the quicker we make a difference in society. Friends, thank you so much for listening again this week. Next week, I'm going to be diving into the last misconception of this series and debunking it, of course. But in the meantime, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to DM me on Instagram at madisonparmeter or email me at madisonparmeter at gmail.com. Both will be linked down below in the show notes. Before you go, please subscribe if you haven't already and leave me a rating and review because one, I love reading them. Two, it helps me to know exactly what you are liking and not liking about the podcast. Three, they're completely free. 
And four, they help get my podcast out to more people so that it can help more people, which is what I ultimately want. Anyway, I love you guys so much, and I can't express and thank you enough for all the love and support you guys give me. It makes doing this every week so much easier, and I will talk to you guys very soon.